So I am not preaching. This I'm not preaching. Uh, and so the sermon uh, title you see on your bulletin is just uh, outright false advertising. As it turned out, we we have um, we have scheduled for uh, to hear some testimonies from Celebrate Recovery. You uh, hopefully had an insert in your bulletin if you got one of those as you were coming in. And um, I think the. The message that collectively they have for us is the message we need to hear this morning. And I, and I haven't even heard it. I don't know even what that is. Um, but, but here's, here's why I, uh, am confident that's the case. You know, we've been talking for really the last couple of years about being a church that lives beyond, uh, Sunday, right? Beyond the walls, beyond the borders even. And our, our, in our missional communities, uh, we've mentioned that, uh, those are communities of disciples who make disciples. It's a, a culture of uh, making disciples who make disciples. Now, we haven't even actually really figured out how to do that in missional communities. We're still uh, kind of exploring that and, and making our way there. And Celebrate Recovery, they have figured it out in a lot of ways. And, and you know, the, the, the Great Commission uh, says, go, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. Coming to meet Jesus and then obeying him. And that as you grow in obedience to him and in maturity with him, teach others to do the same. Well, Celebrate Recovery is very much uh, a culture in which that happens and a community in which that happens. And so um, we have a lot to learn from them. And I, d- I don't want to, uh, I don't want to over, I don't think I can overemphasize this. I'm not overselling this point, okay? But I don't want it to be underemphasized either. We as a congregation have something to learn from what they are doing to actually change lives in their little community um, that meets back here faithfully on Tuesday nights and other times of the week. So this is a real privilege for us. Um, it, it's an honor to hear from you all. And um, we have ears open and hearts open. And you really do have something um, precious and uh, powerful to share with us. And uh, so um, I want to introduce Jim McGovern, who is leading Celebrate Recovery, and invite Jim up to the platform. And we probably don't have the microphone high enough for Jim right to start with, but for the sake, for the sake of others. But, uh, but anyway, I'm so grateful that uh, Jim has, has taken the baton to lead Celebrate Recovery, and I'm glad to have you this morning. Let me say a quick prayer for Jim and the others as they share. Father, we do thank you for the privilege of hearing these testimonies this morning of what you're doing Um, in the lives of real people, what you have done, are doing, and intend to do. And so, God, we pray that uh, you would just anoint them, even right now as they get ready to speak. Lord, they have prepared um, some thoughts to share. Would you even drop additional thoughts into their hearts as they're talking from you, Lord, that you would bless um, the words of their mouths, uh, cause them to be impactful, to our hearts, as you know that we have need. Give them a peace and a confidence that they might speak with the authority of the God whom they represent here. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. 
Thank you, Pastor Stacy. Good morning, church community. I'm Jim McGovern, and with my wife, Billy, we have been co-leading Celebrate Recovery here at Myrtle Grove since, I guess, February of this year. Uh, prior to that, we spent about three and a half years in leadership for Celebrate Recovery in Maryland before we moved down here full-time. Um, we addressed this congregation, I'm sure you all remember this, back in March to try and give you a flavor of what Celebrate Recovery was all about. I trust it's all marked on your calendars there, but just to briefly revisit some of those key points um, before we, we begin with some testimonies. Uh, Celebrate Recovery was started in 91 by pastors Rick Warren and John Baker at Saddleback Church in California. Uh, right now, there are Celebrate Recovery uh, programs in over 30,000 churches worldwide. Uh, it is a Christ-centered, biblical, and balanced program for recovery from all types of hurts, habits, hang-ups, and addictions. But over 65% of the people in the typical CR group are other than chemically dependent. Some examples might be victims of physical and emotional abuse, eating disorders, adult children of family dysfunction, anger or control issues, and so forth. Um, so here are some of the tenets of Celebrate Recovery. It's based on God's Word, the Bible. It's forward-looking, not dwelling on the past. It encourages personal responsibility, emphasizes that a relationship with Jesus Christ is vital, and it utilizes the biblical truth that we need each other in order to grow spiritually and emotionally. And finally, it's a safe place where confidentiality and anonymity are valued and honored. The program steps are based on the eight principles or beatitudes from the Sermon on the Mount. Our leaders are not professional therapists or clinicians, but we do offer a list of Christian counselors uh, if desired. CR Ministries reach out not only to their sponsoring churches, as here, but also to the local communities. Most members do not belong to the sponsoring church, and there are presently six Celebrate Recovery Ministries in the local area of which we are one. Today's purpose is to present some mini-testimonies, as it were, uh, and we are blessed to have three of our leadership team to share with you what CR has done in their lives personally. Uh, all of these women have been very involved in every aspect of our program, as well as others outside of here. So I want to introduce our first speaker, Tracy. Tracy has been involved with our group for five-plus years now, and about two years ago, while actively engaged here, she also launched another CR on Monday nights in Carolina Beach. Please welcome Tracy. This thing is a lot taller than me. <laughs> Hello, my name is Tracy, and I am a member of Seaside Chapel in Carolina Beach. Now, when asked, I always re remark on Myrtle Grove Evangelical Presbyterian because I have been a member of Celebrate Recovery for six years. Myrtle Grove is my home group. You may ask yourself, what brought her to Celebrate Recovery? I'm willing to tell you, addiction brought me here. 
I had the opportunity to cross paths with a kind-hearted, sincere man who stood up for God and the miracles he knew were possible through the Lord, Dr. Sampson. Dr. Sampson suggested to me that I join the group Celebrate Recovery. I walked through the doors in October 2013, where I found my relationship with my Savior again and have been clean for six years now. Thank you. However, all sorts of hurts, habits, and hang-ups. I just messed up. I have found in life all sorts of hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Twenty years ago, I had a hang-up with death, losing two very special people in my life at the same time. This caused a reaction of fear in me. It took Celebrate Recovery to see me back to my relationship with Jesus Christ, where my fear and resentments have subsided. I no longer fear the unknown. I now come prepared to celebrate recovery, to face any other obstacles in life. One right after the other, problems arise. Life is not always sunshine and butterflies. I do have Jesus Christ, Seaside Chapel, and Myrtle Grove celebrate recovery in my life. I'm grateful for the new life I have been given. Without Celebrate Recovery, I really don't know where I would have ended up. The Lord has surely given me friends and a life I can count on living. I am now a leader in Celebrate Recovery, and I enjoy being a part of the community. I do volunteer work and continue to pass the message as it was to me. A lot of people like to ask, how long will recovery take? (laughs) Hurts, habits, and hang-ups do not develop overnight. It takes faith, patience, and humility when working this program. We work for change in life. A lot of time, change is what we fear. Change takes away control. Joshua 1.9 states, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So to answer the question, how long will recovery take? We will always be recovering from something in life. Luckily, we will be working with the Lord to do so. We join other like-minded adults in this program as one is healed by Jesus after the other. It is a true blessing to be healed and an even bigger blessing to see another healed. Thank you, Myrtle Grove Presbyterian, for allowing us a safe place to surface, but the glory goes to God. Thank you. Lori. Uh, Lori has, uh, she started with Celebrate Recovery in South Carolina while she was living there a number of years ago. And then when she moved to this area, uh, uh, looked up Celebrate Recovery here at Myrtle Grove and has been a part of it for five, six years now. And in addition, uh, when they started a new Celebrate Recovery at Generations Church in Southport, 
she became a part of that, and she is on the leadership team of both Celebrate Recoveries. So she teaches, she uh, teaches step studies, lessons. She's uh, uh, quite an individual. Please welcome Lori. All right. Um, I enjoyed Pastor Stacy's comments about uh, victory. I know my victory uh, is in the bloody cross and in the empty grave. So my name is Lori, and uh, we introduce ourselves as a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. Um, he's my rock, my savior, uh, my redeemer. Um, I struggle. We, we introduce ourselves with us being a believer and what we struggle with. Um, I struggle with anxiety, workaholism, anger, and boundaries. When I first came through the doors of Celebrate Recovery, I felt like I was hopeless. I don't wear a t-shirt that says hopeless. I don't live in a house that says I'm hopeless. I don't drive a car that says I'm hopeless. But I felt hopeless. Um, I moved a lot. I moved nine times in 15 years because uh, I work in the recreation industry. Um, I was living in Aiken, South Carolina in 2010 and saw an advertisement in the church bulletin about Celebrate Recovery. And I went to a couple small groups, been going to church for a couple years, and I figured I'd try it. I figured that might be able to, to lift me up. Um, I felt like I was walking into the last house on the block, you know, when you hear recovery. Uh, but really, it opened up so much more for me. Um, my life wasn't working. My boyfriends complained about me working too much. Work would complain I didn't spend enough time there. And things weren't perfect. It was a vicious cycle. And regular church, just on Sundays, just that little glimpse, wasn't going to do it for me. I needed more than that. Uh, the people I met in Celebrate Recovery taught me how to work a 12-step recovery program and taught me about codependency. I have difficulty expressing myself and... Uh, my feelings, and I have a tough time making decisions. I'm very sensitive how others feel, and I want to feel the same way they feel. Um, I judge everything I think, everything I say and do is not good enough. I'm loyal, I stay in harmful relationships for too long, and I don't think I'm lovable or worthwhile, and I compromise my own values to avoid rejection or other people's anger. When I realized all this, and I kept coming back, kept coming back, and I began working the steps and learning about healthy boundaries in my life uh, and growing closer to, to Jesus Christ. I moved to Southport in 2014 and could not find a Celebrate Recovery in the area. I came here to Wilmington, and I searched for a meeting during the week, and I came to Myrtle Grove uh, on Tuesday evenings and heard some great teaching. Upon coming to this Tuesday evening CR, and through prayer, I really feel like I've grown closer to my higher power in Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a Tuesday evening meeting. In addition, there's also step studies available. And that's where you can go to Jesus with your problems. Um, and he can work with you along with others in the community. The step studies are separate from our Tuesday night. Uh, they take uh, six to eight months. It's a little deeper of a commitment. But you really get to know yourself. And why you react the way you do to things. And through prayer, it helps things change. Nothing changes unless something changes. So uh, I go to Jesus with my problems in the morning, and I 
give him a list of gratitude at the end of the day for all he's done for me. Sometimes I have this tension or anxiety that I'll never be successful or that I was successful and I didn't know it or I'll never be successful again. And this tension creates anxiety and depression. But I have a community that I can go and change my perception of my life and realize all Jesus has done for me. Jesus did for me what I couldn't possibly have done for myself. So I'm grateful for this community on Tuesday evenings, and I want to thank this church for providing a safe place. I want to thank those that have gone before me and paved the way, and I want to thank those that I consider family for walking alongside me. And most important, I would like to invite anyone who would like to give up the high cost of low living, living in the cycle, and stop by on a Tuesday evening and consider seeing what this is all about. So thank you for letting me share. Thank you very much, Lori. Our final speaker is Terry. Terry uh, has been a member of CR for many years here, uh, almost one of the founding members, and she is uh, absolutely a delight. She is uh, she can never do enough uh, in the in terms of service for others, and uh, she's a marvelous teacher. Uh, she's uh, actually uh, a member of this church as well. So please welcome our own Terry. everybody. My name is Terry Walters, and forgive me, I have a little bit of a cold. I've been on the CR leadership team actually since it began eight years ago. Um, I'm here to tell you it's not just a program, it's a pathway towards restoration and transformation. It has taught me to allow Jesus to be the Lord in every area of my life. It has given me the tools to overcome every obstacle that can and will come my way. Most importantly, it pointed me to the Bible and to the truth about who God really is, not who I thought he was. Uh, the, the spirit of heaviness was truly upon me. August 7, 2010, I wanted to kill myself. All the guilt, shame, regret, depression, and utter hopelessness of what I had let myself become was all too much for me to bear. I had heard about this thing called surrendering your life to God. So on August 8, 2010, I said, Okay, God, here I am. I surrender my life to you, and here is my alcohol addiction. God graciously took it, it away from me and broke that chain that was binding me and broke it right off. But life still happened, and I discovered that alcohol was only one coping mechanism that I used to escape the pain of my past. I was attending another support group where I was working the, through some 12 steps and discovered that my problem wasn't alcohol. It was deeply seated within my past. 
I also discovered that I really didn't know who God was. How can I surrender my whole life and all my stuff to someone I didn't know? I was attending church here at Myrtle Grove and noticed um, in the bulletin that they were starting a new group called Celebrate Recovery. I like trying new things, so I decided to give it a try. Turns out the group had been praying for an alcoholic woman, and I was the answer to their prayers. CR has helped me to take all the baggage of my past, and I have to tell you a quick story that I thought about. I'm into drama, so I was going to bring up all my baggage and have suitcases, which I have in my car, and I was going to have my friends help me carry them up. My CR family has been there for me and helped me to unpack the baggage of my past and to put them in a nicely packaged little package that's easily manageable, and I am able to lay it at the foot of that cross where it belongs. Celebrate Recovery helped me discover why I was, who I was, and what is it that needs to be changed in order for me to become the vessel through which the Holy Spirit can do his vital work. It was in Celebrate Recovery that I discovered that I actually have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. I didn't know this. CR has given me the tools to forgive the unforgivable, to love the unlovable, and to, perf- and to pray for those who have harmed me in any way, shape, or form. Forgiveness has truly set me free. Jesus is transforming my life on a daily basis, and through the program of Celebrate Recovery, I have the tools to face any obstacle that comes in my way. And I encourage each and every one of you to come visit us on Tuesday night. You'll find wonderful fellowship, a good meal, and you'll find that maybe even your life can be transformed and radically transformed like mine has been. Thank you, Myrtle Grove, for this ministry Thank you for providing this place for us to meet. And thank you all for listening to me. God bless you all. Thank you so much, Terry. Um, In conclusion, Celebrate Recovery is a Christian outreach ministry that operates through sponsoring churches in their local community on an international basis. It has almost a 30-year track record of success, of miracles, of bringing people to Christ through a Bible-based recovery program. CR is for anyone with a hurt, habit, hang-up, or addiction, not just a chemically dependent 
We want to extend that invitation that I think all of those preceding me have to join us on a Tuesday night, uh, if nothing more than some fellowship and, and a meal. And, uh, and I'm sure you will be warmly welcome. Uh, remember, the only way we affect life change is through God's grace. However, we need to first recognize that change is needed, then surrender to God and be willing through hard work to follow his will for us. Uh, I owe my life, and Billy and I owe our marriage, to Christ and celebrate recovery. So I will forever be indebted. And uh, it, it, let's thank these women again for their testimonies, uh, their loving and endless service to CR in the community. And just in case you think the program is only for women, based on the testimonies today, it's not, but those three are far more eloquent than am I. So <laughs> thank you all for your attention, and God bless. So just a few, few observations um, as we conclude. Um, First of all, you heard them share uh, kind of a broad range of hangups, didn't you? I mean, did you hear in there? I don't know what you assumed or whatever expected leading in into this. But when they say it's not just about chemical addiction, a broad range range of uh, hangups, some of us have them. Like they they spoke to stuff that hangs us up too. The problem is. Church folks don't have hang-ups. Right? So, right, that's right. Yeah. So we, uh, the, the, the freedom that they have experienced and are experiencing comes from the fact of acknowledging, even to one another, what hangs them up. I mean, the Bible says sin will not have dominion over us. It doesn't have dominion over us, and yet we live under it for a long time. And the way out is in community. The way out is in community. And they have a community of faith. They have a process for just how to walk with one another through those things. There's honesty in what they share. Sin is empowered in darkness. Because it's, it's, all, it's based on a lie of the enemy. Lies about you. And the light reveals what's actually true. And the lie is not, right? And so when it's exposed... That's the beginning of finding freedom from whatever those hang-ups are. The final observation I just want to make, uh, and I, I kind of alluded to this at the outset, but that is these four who spoke are disciple-makers. Did you catch this? They came, they came to a program in need of being discipled, and they were. Led to Jesus, led to grow in Jesus, and now 
leading others to do the same. And you know what the Bible lays out for us, the New Testament lays out for us, is really the mark of a mature disciple of Christ is that we make disciples. And the, and the, and the truth is for most of us here, we've, we've, we've come up in a church environment that that's not how, that's not at all how things have been structured. Really. We, we don't even, we don't know even how to give some of that because we didn't receive it. We came and participated in church programs. Right? But the commission is to make disciples who make disciples. The great commission that Jesus has given us. And that's why I said, I mean, and I, and I, and I hope, I think for me, like I said, I didn't even know what they were going to say or precisely what to expect. Um, but it was, it's true uh, that what they are doing and experience in CR is something we can all learn from um, as a church. I would say this, if we had every member of our church committed to a disciple-making community like Celebrate Recovery, we would transform this church and really this city. And that's not, that's not an exaggeration. If we had every member of our church engaged in community of disciples making disciples the way that they are, we'd be transformed. And I believe we will be. Amen? We will be. I want to close this in a word of prayer and then um, sort of give you some, some parting instructions from there. Let's pray together. Father, we do thank you for this gift that you gave us today. Um, the gift, Lord, of stories of real lives that have been transformed by the power of the gospel. Because in our heads, we know that that's true. Uh, we have, to some degree, our own stories and testimonies of your power and grace toward us. And yet, if we're honest, Lord, we would, we would acknowledge that, that many times the whole, the whole Christian life can become uh, routine for us. It can become a matter of participating in this, that, or the other church program. And we can find we've been turning the wheels of some machine long after the, the life has left it. So we thank you for the testimony of what you are doing in the lives of people. And God, I pray for many, many of us here sitting and listening and hearing. Lord, that you would stir something in us of our own need to really be surrendered to you and even to be worked out and overcome in the context of community. Lord, would you spark something out of this today that we would see a vision how we can 
grow new life, new communities um, in our church where we would be disciples making disciples in the power of the Holy Spirit in real ways bearing real fruit. Show yourself to be Lord of us individually and as a body. I thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen.